Hello everyone, my name is Daniela, welcome to the Words with Dani podcast. This is the first episode of my podcast and I'm super excited and pretty nervous to be honest. I've been talking about wanting to start a podcast for years now and now I'm finally doing it. So yeah, I'm actually very proud of myself. But the reason why I've been waiting with this podcast for so long is because of my insecurities, to be honest, and my procrastination. I've been procrastinating for so long and giving myself excuses like, it has to be perfect. So, you know, you have to know everything about how to record a podcast. And I always made things so big in my head, like... I believed that it was a very difficult thing to record it, but I never really did the research that I had to do in order to do it. And now that I did it, I found out that I didn't need more than one or two good days of YouTubing to find out how it works, this whole podcast thing. And I figured out it's not that difficult, you know? The only thing that makes it difficult is my own mind, because... Yeah, it's quite vulnerable what I'm doing here. So, yeah, I thought, why not let the first episode be about insecurity? Since that is something that I've been struggling with since forever. And I believe it's sometimes important to look back at the past in order to understand where certain patterns, certain behavioral patterns come from. So you can gain the tools necessary in order to break them, to break these patterns and come up with healthy or useful patterns and habits instead. So where does my insecurity come from? Well, of course, it started in my youth. I will introduce myself a bit for the people who don't know me yet or only know me through Instagram or whatever. So I'm Daniela. I'm 29 years old and I grew up in a in a Syrian Orthodox family, which means that's the religion that I grew up with. We speak Aramaic at home, modern Aramaic. For those who do not know what Aramaic is or what it sounds like, yeah, Aramaic is, the, is a very old language, one of the first languages spoken. Jesus spoke this language, actually. And and I am a Syriaito. The plural word for it is Syrioye. So we are Syrioye. My family, we are Syrioye. But me as a woman, when I introduce myself as a member of the Syrioye community, Syrioyo community, I say I am a Syriaito. And yeah, growing up in a very busy family, being the middle child, having two younger brothers and two older sisters, it was so busy at home. It was so hard, especially for me as an introverted girl, to get my point across, you know. I was so used to knowing that the one who speaks loudest gets the attention, you know. The one who speaks loudest gets listened to. So usually I was the one who just sat back, listened to everything that everyone was saying, having very clear opinions about everything that everyone was saying, but not saying anything, usually because 
I was insecure. I think being the middle child had a lot to do with that. But also my culture, you know. Because Suryoye are are people without a homeland who have always lived in the Middle East, in Iraq, in Turkey, in Syria, in parts of Iran and Lebanon also. Excuse me if I missed your country. <laughs> But um, yeah, um, and also because of that, because of the fact that we only had our people, we only had our church and our religion and our uh, language, the Aramaic language and the Syrian Orthodox Church, that's also the reason why there has been put so much value to sticking with each other and always making sure that no strangers uh, come in between you and your roots you know that's something that i grew up with and heard so many times like do not let yourself be influenced by this dutch society you know in the end the way that we are we should be proud of who we are you know it it also derived from a fear of losing that sense of identity since we haven't had a country to go back to in the first place so i do understand where it comes from but it has been put a lot of a lot of pressure has been put on me and my peer group for wanting to be an individual for speaking your truth and having different opinions than what your family is believing in for example so yeah culture has been a very big factor in the insecurities that I have. Also, you couldn't disrespect older people by telling them you have a different opinion than them. And other things about culture that caused a lot of insecurities are, for example, it's been happening a lot in my family and families that I know that men were always being taken more seriously and men needed to be cared for. Men needed to be pleased. For example, in our culture, it's normal for the men to eat before the women do. For example, during Christmas and Easter and other important holidays, you know, the table would be filled with the food my mom cooked all day. And it was the men that used to be invited to the table at first. You know, it was only after they were finished that the women and children sat at the table to eat. This caused me to believe that men needed to be pleased for them to respect you. But, you know, that's a whole different topic on itself. Maybe that's going to be another episode. Maybe nice to invite someone who, who's, who has had the same experience as I did. Um... But yeah, that has caused a lot of insecurities as well, you know, in, in relationships that I had with people, in friendships, always that pleasing attitude, because I believed that you were only seen or respected or loved when you did something for another person. Not just men, by the way, older people in general. And when you grow up believing that, you know, time is a silly thing, it's not that you feel and sense all of a sudden after you're 18, like, oh, I'm a grown-up now. Now I'm being taken seriously. It doesn't work like that. 
you know? So you always have these thoughts within you. It's rooted so deeply. So it's very hard to get rid of that and finally stand in your own truth and believing that you are respected for who you are without having to please another person at first. Also, religion, you know, this is something that sometimes gets me insecure because I find so many contradictions in religion, which, which makes it hard for me to fully believe what I've been told and, and what I've been taught at home and in church. But even when I choose to follow my own path, apart from the religious beliefs I grew up with, I find it hard to stick to it out of guilt. I find it hard to stick to my own beliefs and my own path because I get these thoughts like, am I a bad person now? Or is this the devil trying to get to me by trying to make me believe that I don't need to believe in a certain thing, you know, uh, in order to be a good human being? And this has caused and still causes a lot of insecurity in the choices that I want to make in life. You know, like my choice of partner, for example, or friendships, things I do, things I say, places I go to, uh, what kind of work I'm doing, everything. And even with the small choices you make in life. So that's something that's rooted so deeply within me that caused so many insecurities. And it's something that I really have been trying to get rid of for such a long time but sometimes I think is that really something you can get rid of or is that just something I have to deal with by learning new patterns but yeah maybe the struggle will always be there I have no idea maybe there's some of you listening right now or thinking like oh no there are some therapists I know who can help you <laughs> deal with this let me know uh, I'm very curious but to get back to the topic, um, yeah, so religion definitely has been a major reason for my insecurities. Also bullying, bullying at school and, and in the white neighborhood I grew up in, you know, back in the days when I was young, uh, my family was the only family, the only house in the neighborhood with, with a Middle Eastern background. I always had an urge to prove myself to these people, to other people, to prove that I'm not dumb, not ugly, not unlovable, etc. You know, because you're just an outcast when you're the only non-white person in the neighborhood. And also at school, you know, that bullying that caused a lot of insecurity because I was so convinced that other people held the power, the ability to make me feel like a worthy human being. I was so convinced that I couldn't give that recognition to myself because it happened too many times. So I thought, okay, well, apparently it doesn't really matter what I think of myself because everyone else is thinking differently. And there was no one to prove me the opposite of that because, yeah, it, the culture is not built on, on that. Uh, and maybe I'm generalizing yeah so if that is the case let me know 
Maybe some of you have totally different experiences, but at least this is my experience. So that basically sums up where my insecurities come from. And honestly, that's not the most important question. The, the most important question now is how do I grow out of that insecurity? Yeah, because I believe that we can't let ourselves be a victim of our past. Everyone has a past. Everyone has reasons, their own reasons for why they became insecure in the first place. Of course, it gives us important insights on why we feel the way we do. But if we linger to the past too often, it will cause bitterness and resentment. And that's not what puts us in our light. It doesn't put us in our power. And I'm in a stage in life where I've found out that insecurity hasn't really taught me anything in the moment. It has only put me down and dimmed my light. It has caused me to stay a hostage of people who I thought held the power to, to my self-confidence. But what I found out is that no one actually really knows what they are doing right? To a certain extent. For example, let's, let's go all the way back to the first years of human existence. You know, these people were trying things out themselves. They didn't have anyone to tell them how to do a certain thing. They were investigators trying things out themselves until they found a way that worked for them, right? They didn't really have time for insecurity. Their life depended on being courageous and just doing things. Otherwise, they'd starve or, you know, get killed by a grizzly bear or something. Yeah, okay. That's a very extreme example, of course. And maybe a bit out of context since we do not get confronted with hungry grizzly bears every day. But that's the whole point, right? Has being insecure brought me closer to the fulfillment of my dreams and goals? Mm, no. I also believe that life is way too short to take ourselves so seriously. Nobody actually gives a shit about your failures or successes. Everyone is so busy with their own lives and everyone is doing it for the first time. <laughs> so every piece of advice you might get from others is based on their frame of reference. Now, I'm not saying that that's bad or that it comes from a bad place always. You know, some people really do believe that Giving advice on how they deal with certain things is useful for the other person. But if you choose to take on that advice of another human being so easily before having tried out things yourself or listening to your own intuition, there is a chance that you only get more insecure. Because again, you put value into what another imperfect being like yourself has to say instead of actually listening and trusting your own intuition in order to strengthen it and trust it for the next time you get faced with a difficulty in life. You know, so, so that's actually where I am right now in life. Just trying to, to see and realize that everyone has an opinion. They have their own frame of reference and... It's very important to stick to yourself, to really feel, to really feel what you need and what's good for you and examine that for the better.
Otherwise, you might fall into the trap again of giving another human being or an institution or a school or church, whatever. You're giving them the power to tell you what your worth is. And that's the beginning of mental death <laughs> and maybe even physical death. But maybe that's another topic as well. Well, thank you everyone for listening. This was the first episode of my Words with Danny podcast. Let me know in the comments what you thought of it. And if you recognize the things I've been speaking about. Yeah, I'm also very happy that I got to share a bit of myself with you. A bit of my youth, a bit of my experiences. If you have another thing that you would really like me to talk about or something that you have a question about according to this episode let me know okay thank you so much and bye bye until next time